If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal. For anybody that wants to do this test, you can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com, Viome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all over the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. we got a whole bunch of callers on hold, but a few updates, and then it's the first of the month, so I give away a free session. So let's get to the updates Got back from a week at the beach. I was in Hilton Head with my brother Jay's family, his kid, grown kids and all their grandbabies, and Tim and I, we had a ball. So we got back last week. And then next week, I am going to do a, we'll show a, we'll air a pre-recorded show with uh, a gal named Barbara Carnes, who's one of the founders of hospice in America. I think you'll find our chat really interesting because she has lots of practical tips for everybody. We're all going to be facing this. We're all going to have parents or grandparents who are going to be at the end of their life. And I just thought it made sense to have somebody on that could give us some pointers. And she's just a doll. And we talk about spiritual things. I will be at the University of Alabama which is about an hour from me in Tuscaloosa, because as some of you know, I'm a sorority advisor for the Alpha Phi sorority there, and they are going through recruitment next week, which means there are about 2,500 girls that are going through, also known as Rush, and it's a round of parties at all the sorority houses, and so I'm there 
as the mama bear, helping in the kitchen, doing things like that, helping my girls. So that will be fun. So we'll be playing that pre-recorded show. And then the following week, I'm going to have a pre-recorded show with a woman named Dr. Gertrude Lyons, who is a, a gal who empowers females. And she's a really interesting woman. I think you'll enjoy our conversation. I will be in Arizona the week after next because I'm going to be speaking at a conference called Helping Parents Heal. And there will be a thousand registrants there. A thousand people have signed up for this and then there'll be more people watching online. And these are all parents who've lost a child, regardless of the age of the child. So I get to go spend a couple of days with them and give a talk. And I'm really looking forward to that, too. For those of you that aren't familiar with sororities, I believe that they are one of the best leadership training opportunities that college-age women have in America, at least. I have been involved since I was in a sorority when I was in college a million years ago, and I've been an advisor at UCLA and now at, at Bama for 14 years. And and it's just the skill sets that young women learn as far as leadership and money management and time management and communication skills and getting hundreds of girls in the sorority to come to one place at one time during this recruitment week is a feat unto itself. And I get to participate in these young women's lives and thousands of gals I've met over the years, many of whom I'm still in touch with them even after they're married and they're having babies and get to follow them in their careers and sometimes go to their weddings and do things like that. And so it's something that I can do to give back to young women. I am the mama bear there on Monday nights when they have their meetings. And usually after the meeting, there are several of them that want to talk to me about whatever. They want me to scan them or want to talk about boyfriends or or something along those lines. And there have even been times over the years where somebody's in an accident and ends up in the emergency room and I can go be with them until their parents come in, sometimes from across the country, and just give them a little bit of comfort and give the parents some comfort till they can get to their daughters. So so I'll be doing the rush thing next week. I'll post some pictures. It'll be fun to see those, and you'll get to see all my girls who are just darling. There's uh, about 300 of them. And I'll probably recruit another 150 or so this next week. So it'll be fun. Okay, it is the first Thursday in August. So you know what that means. We are giving away a free session. And this one goes to somebody that calls herself Zozo Mom. Z-O-Z-O Mom. And she left a review about the show, and she said, Julie's extremely talented, personable, kind, and accurate. She always has interesting guests, and each episode is entertaining. So, Zozo Mom, you have won a free session with me. It's an hour. It's valued at a couple hundred bucks. And so if you email me, julie at askjulieryan.com, we will figure out a date and time that works with your schedule. And I'll look forward to talking to you about whatever you want to discuss. Because, you know, I am a buffet of psychicness. So we can 
scan you medically. We can scan your pets. We can talk to your deceased loved ones. There's a multitude of things that we can cover and normally do in an hour session. It's very fast-paced, and I do my best to cram as much in and get all your questions answered during that time we have together. So Zozo Mom, email me, and we'll figure out a date and time that works. If you want to be considered for a free session, all you have to do is leave a review on the show. And that either can be anywhere you download podcasts, it can be on YouTube as well. And just tell us what you think about the show. And then you'll be entered into a drawing for a free session with me. I give away one each month. And the reason I do this is as a thank you to all of you for listening and being a part of this community. And I know $200 is a lot of money to people, especially right now with gas prices and food prices and everything that's going on with the economy. And it's just a way that maybe if you can't afford the $200, but you'd like to do a session, maybe you'll be the winner. So just leave a review and we'll see what happens. Okay, let's go to the phones. And our first caller is Lynn. Hi, Lynn. Julie. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, Very good. How are you? I'm terrific. Thanks. Where are you located? Um, I'm located in uh, New Britain, Pennsylvania. Okay. Where's that? But my question is, New Britain, PA? Yeah. Um, It is uh, southeastern Pennsylvania. Okay. About six miles from the county seat, which is Doylestown. Well, wonderful. Well, welcome. Thank you. Got a question? I do, and it is for my mother. Okay. Her name is Mary Ann, mm-hmm. and uh, she's in Galway. So I would, would like for you to scan her. Um, okay. The question is, uh, she had had two back surgeries um, back-to-back in 2020 and developed sepsis from them, and then developed peripheral neuropathy. Oh, boy. And she's due to see a neurologist um, this month, the end of this month, and, you know, she wanted me to ask you if this neurologist is going to be able to offer her anything to help her or if there's any treatment out there that could help her. Okay, but the sepsis is gone, right? She's she's all healed from that. Um, she um, well, just recently she had had blood work. They had taken her off. She was on the antibiotics since 2020, oh. and they just took her off the antibiotics and um, did blood work. And her stead rate is normal, and her CPR is normal, but her kidney function is down like zero point four one. So I bet. Because of the painkillers that she had to take during this time and the aspirin, I think that affected her kidneys. Yeah, I bet. Okay. So she's in Galway, Pennsylvania, not Galway, Ireland, correct? No, she's, no, Galloway, Galloway, New Jersey. Galloway. Okay. I heard. Galloway. Mm -hmm. Galloway. I heard Galway and I thought, she in Ireland? Sounded exotic. 
But okay. <laughs> <laughs> what I'll what I'll do, Lynn, Lynn is I'm going to get you on my radar. I'll connect to you, and then from you to your mom, mm-hmm. Marianne, and then I'll ask her permission Thank to you. scan her. And then I'll envision shooting energy from her feet up through the top of her head because it's like I'm a human MRI. And I'll get her on my radar, and then we'll see what comes in. We'll see what what visions okay. come in, and then there will be some kind of a healing. But I'm going to ask her permission to scan her anyways. I know you said I was able to scan her, but I'm going to I'm going to see what we can get out of our here permission-wise. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading north up to you in Pennsylvania. All right, got you. Going to your mom up in New Jersey. Okay, got her. Marianne, I'm talking to Lynn. She said, I know, it's fine. Okay, good. That's good. You know, I always (laughs) ask permission because I believe it's an invasion of privacy otherwise. Oh, no, that's fine. No, she asked me to ask you, so it's fine. (laughs) Okay. All right, so I, I'm looking at her from behind, Lynn, and it looks to me like it's more pronounced on the neuropathy is more pronounced on the left side than the right side is what I'm seeing in my mind's eye. I'm going to hold you over for the break, and I'll scan her during the break okay. and do a healing on her, and then when we get on the other side, then I will give you an update of what I watched happen. All righty. So stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll be right back. Pennsylvania about her mom, Marianne, in New Jersey. And Lynn, I scanned your mom during the break. And mm-hmm. uh, what I did basically was I rotorooted her vascular system. How <laughs> about her peripheral, especially <laughs> uh, her legs? So what that means is I watched a corkscrew go down through those nerves. Imagine if the nerves were a tube. And when nerves get Mm -hmm. injured, they get necrotic or dead tissue, dead cells in them, and they get other debris in them. So imagine like a piece of aquarium tubing, and there's a teeny little corkscrew that's going through, and it's spinning really fast, and it's morselating any kind of gunk that's in there. You know, that's a medical term, gunk. And then it's irrigated. So it's really funny when I get to see the legs, this healing on the legs, because the irrigation fluid comes flying out the end of the person's toes, and it makes their foot look like a big sprinkler. I say, I'm going to design a sprinkler that looks like a foot sometime because I see it so often when I'm doing healings. And then I put stem cell energy in their limb to regenerate that nerve tissue, and stem cell energy looks like a light amber-colored gel, has sparkles in it, and has a consistency of like a watery gel. Reminds me of dippity Doo hair gel from the 60s and 70s when I was a kid. And so that regenerated her nerves in her legs. It looked to me like the left side was more of an issue than the right. Is that is she seeming to have more issues on the left? Are you noticing or is she noticing? Um, not what she told me um, in an email just recently is that 
she basically has numbness from the feet to her knees, and she's fearful because once she goes through uh, winter, things get worse. So she's afraid that um, it's going to move up above her knees, and and then she'll be wheelchair-bound. Right now, she's using a walker. Okay. Uh, that was the thing worried that, that she won't be able to get to the um, neurologist before having to wind up in the wheelchair. She, she's trying to, she couldn't get an appointment before the end of this month. And she's afraid that, you know, by the time she gets to him, it's going to be too late. Mm-hmm. No, what I saw was I saw her holding on to a, to both sides of a treadmill, the railing on a treadmill. Is she doing any walking at all? Is she able to get into a pool at least to exercise her legs? What is she doing? Anything? Or is she just sitting there? um, No, she's not just sitting. She does maybe like 15 minutes of every morning. Um, I, I don't think, I mean, she doesn't have a treadmill in the house and I know she's not really going anywhere outside of the house to exercise so she's doing uh, some form of exercise in the house Mm -hmm. have her ramp that up because those nerves can regenerate and especially when she's sitting in a chair is she sitting in a lazy boy or some kind of recliner she does have a recliner yes okay have her do Leg raises, have her move her feet around, do circles with her feet, have her do, write the alphabet, every letter in cursive with her feet, have her move those muscles even when she's sitting, because any kind of movement is going to help regenerate those nerves. Okay. and the 15 minutes that she's doing in the morning, if she can do another 15 minutes in the afternoon and then do, you know, like maybe a five-minute little burst when she's watching TV or reading or whatever she's doing, that's going to help tremendously. I believe she can regenerate those nerves. Maybe not completely, but certainly much more so than what she's feeling now. But she's going to need to move. Yeah, because it's been... Um... Well, what happened was initially she was in PT, but mm-hmm. they they were having her do like an hour, which was just um, it was too much. She'd get um, she'd get headaches, um, she'd get too tired, and mm-hmm. the um, the doctor told her, you know, that's just um, way too much. Um, he wanted her to cut it down to he wanted her to stop the PT and just cut it down to fifteen minutes of exercise at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So have her do 15 in the morning, 15 in the afternoon, and have her move her legs and her feet while she's sitting in the chair, at least a couple of times in addition to that. In morning, 15 afternoon, yeah. and right. then five minutes um, yeah. in the chair. At night? In the morning in and the- at night. Yeah. So I hope that helps. Good luck to her. So I think what about the... I'm going to need to run to another. I'm going to need to run to another caller, so um, I hope that helps and uh, and good luck to her. Alrighty, let's go to our next caller, who is Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Are you there? Hi. 
Yeah. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Hi. I can. Oh. oh, my goodness. I didn't expect to be on this soon as I was running around here. Um, Yeah. How are you? I'm calling uh, about Alex, the cat, uh, that I've been taking care of for this family for the past four years. Um, he has an, he, excuse me, he's, he has an upper respiratory infection or he has mm-hmm. uh, for the past several weeks. And, um, he's had, uh, the shot, the, um, antibiotic shot, even he had one steroid shot. Um, I was wondering if possible, cause the, the doctor recommends a CT scan to see uh, we're trying to rule out certain things. Um, so, is it would it be possible for you to to scan him or in sure, that area, sure. the, the nasal, yeah. the nasal yeah. area, to see what's going on there? Sure, he's had bloody noses and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, good, yeah. good. Thank you, Bunny. Will you get me off speaker, please? That's number one. And number two, oh. where are you located? Can't hear you. Okay. Right. Where are you located? Illinois. Okay. Uh, All righty. Okay. I'm going to hold you over for the break. And when I come back, then I will let you know what I find out about Alex on the break. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Before the break, we were talking with Bonnie in Chicago about Alex the cat, who has an upper respiratory infection. Has he had the infection for a while, Bonnie? Uh, Yes. For about uh, maybe two months now. Okay. Something like that. All right. It looks fungal to me. Is he living in a moldy environment? Is there a mold issue? In your home, oh. or does he go outside? Is he an indoor no, cat? No, no, he, he's strictly an indoor indoor cat. Um, I mold, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm not. I just live in a small apartment here, two rooms. Maybe I don't. I'm not aware of any mold issues. Okay, it looks like a fungal infection to me, Bonnie, and I am seeing mold spores. So it cleared it out of his head and out of his lungs. And so you may want to check on that and see if there is a mold issue. He's. It looks to me like he's being exposed to it somewhere. So oh. you know, he's on the floor. Okay. So maybe you have a rug or something, or or maybe there's there's a mold issue and you're just unaware of it. So I hope yeah, that no helps. Rug. I have no rugs here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope that helps. I think the CT scan, if they want to do a CT scan just to see what, if he's got pneumonia or something, why do they want to do a CT scan? Um, I think it has to do with possibly uh, a tumor, tumors or a mass. Mm-hmm. They, because they said older cats sometimes get that. I'm not, so. if he has one, I'm not seeing it. It looked like it was a fungal infection to me. 
Okay, so, okay. I hope that Thank helps. You. Thank you, Julie. You're welcome. You're welcome. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Okay, let's go to Chloe next. Hi, Chloe. Hi, Chloe. Hi, Julie. How are you, my girl? Sorry, you just cut out for a second. Oh, what did you okay. say? I said, how are you, my girl? Good, how are you? Terrific, thanks. Where are you located? I'm actually in Washington this this um, week. D.C. or state? State. Okay, terrific. Well, you got a question for me? Yeah, so I, I've talked to you a couple times, but I have a six-year-old daughter, and her entire life since she's been born... She has, like, extreme panic attacks in the car, like when she's buckled in her car seat, like uh-huh. to the point where she will stop breathing sometimes. And I've tried everything under the like that I can even imagine. Um, you know, we've gone through so many car seats and just tried everything. And at this point, I'm, I'm not really sure what to do for her. And um, we listen to your podcast all the time so she keeps telling me let's call julie let's ask julie oh what a sweet pay i'm so honored give her a big hug for me you know what's coming up for me chloe is past life let's see if she's got a past life that's affecting us yeah yeah so how i do past lives is i envision myself in this endless hallway and it has very narrow walls very tall ceiling on the walls are big square mirrors like 12 inch by 12 inch mirrors that are lined up perfectly horizontally and vertically and each mirror represents a different lifetime so we'll ask a question and then those mirrors that represent the lifetimes that correlate with our question will come out from the wall as if they're on a hydraulic arm. And then I'll say, show me the one that pertains the most. And that one will come out the farthest. And then I'll envision myself walking into it. And I'll be shown a scene and we'll get information. And once we illuminate it, a lot of the time, it'll eradicate anything that she's brought with her from a past life, which is not uncommon. Because when we're born, we all have a script that we come into explore and experience and Oftentimes, there's a semblance of that script that goes from lifetime to lifetime. So when we illuminate it, it makes sense and it's not an issue. So we'll do that. When she's not in the car seat, does she have the same reaction? Like if she's thrown a fit and you just say, okay, I give up. She's going to sit on somebody's lap or we'll just buckle her in the seat. Or is it just being in the car in general? No. No, it's it's 100% just the car seat and just the harness. We just recently switched to a booster, um, yeah. and she doesn't do it anymore, but she hates the booster, too. Like, she she keeps saying, I want my car seat back. But she, when she's in the car seat, like, so when she was a baby, she would scream, like, from birth, scream till she projectile vomited. So we oh, just goodness. barely went anywhere. And then at, from, like, two and a half, three on, she would, she would just scream and scream and scream. And then probably, like three and a half, four, she would just silently like hyperventilate and freak out until she would like stop breathing. Oh my goodness. Wow. How about on air? Has she been on a, on a plane? Yeah. And she does fine on planes. Um, It's literally just being in a harness. And I asked her 
around probably like three, three and a half, what she was feeling when she was freaking out, like why she was freaking out. And she told me that she felt like she was stuck and she couldn't breathe. And we sh- I did have kind of a traumatic birth with her as well. Like I had to have an emergency C-section because her head was stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know if that correlates or what it is, but. I'm getting, and and I don't even, I'm not even in my in my hallway yet of past lives, but I'm getting it has something to do with her being in a car that's burning and she couldn't get out and she didn't make it. So let me get, let, let's just see what comes up. Fast lives is one of the most fun things that I get to do because I, sometimes we get historic documents that we can corroborate with online you know, uh, historic websites. And I always say, you can't make this stuff up. So, all right, we're in the, I'm in the entrance <laughs> to the hallway. I know. I say, I can't make this stuff up. What's your daughter's name? Lila. Lila. Oh, how pretty is that? All right. Does Lila have any past lives that are contributing to her fear of being in a harness in a car seat in this lifetime? Okay, there's a bunch of mirrors coming out from the wall as if they're if they're on a hydraulic arm. Chloe, show me the one that correlates the most. Okay, it's coming down. It's down on the left. So I see myself jogging down this hallway, and uh, and I'm the, I'm gonna walk into this mirror. And we'll see. Oh, God. She was a fighter pilot. She was in an airplane. I get the years 1943. Yeah, 1943. Where was she? I get she was at the Great Lakes Naval Base uh, uh, outside of Chicago, you know, north of Chicago. She was a naval pilot. She was a fighter pilot. She she was like a, you know, aircraft carrier fighter pilot and they were practicing they were doing maneuvers over lake michigan and her she her plane caught on fire and she couldn't get out of the plane because the harness malfunctioned that's what i'm getting did she crash into the lake because she also has an extreme she did dream of water Yes. Her name was John Thompson, T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N. He was from Dubuque, Iowa. So you may want to do some research online, see if you can find somebody by that name who was a naval pilot, and he died in 1943. So the harness didn't release. You know, they, they have the eject seats so that they can parachute out. And I I don't know how many planes are at the bottom of Lake Michigan, but I've heard it's quite a few because they used to do their practicing there during the wars. And um, I've heard that there are several planes that are at the bottom of Lake Michigan. So she's afraid of water as well, you said? Yeah, and that fear kind of really came forward just before she turned four. She's Uh like to the point where she wouldn't even go near any body of water, but now it's especially lakes. Like the ocean, she's fine, but lakes, she has an extreme fear of lakes. So now you know why. So here's what I would suggest. Teach her the two-minute rule. Have you heard me talk about that, Chloe? Mm -hmm. The the two-minute rule. Yeah, I actually say that to her all the time. Yeah, and ask her, is this going to kill me in the next two minutes? And if the answer is yes, she needs to change the conditions. Get out of the road before the bus runs her over. If the answer is no, that's a fake fear. 
And as soon as she knows it's a fake fear, what happens is it changes the vibration. Explain to her that our heads are big satellite dishes and they receive and transmit frequencies and every thought has a frequency. That, it, that when we bring it in, it's like we're being broadcast on a radio station, those thoughts. So if she's listening to, I don't know, what, country on one station, and she wants to listen to something else, the news on another station, not that she would at six, but another station, what happens? You've got to change the channel. When she asks that, is this going to kill me in the next two minutes, she changes the channel. And then she understands that it's not real. It's not a real fear. So ask her what she remembers about the about a um, past, if she remembers a past life as an airplane pilot right before World War II. Well, well during, I guess that's during, that's before yeah, that's crazy. World my War husband's II. A, What's that? Yeah, so my husband's a pilot. And so my husband's a pilot. He's a helicopter pilot, though. Yeah. And she loves the planes and airplanes or helicopters he's always putting them out in the sky like that's a Huey that's you know different helicopters yeah well I hope that helps so you can say well that was a past life that's not this life that's a past life it doesn't have any effect on us this time and I hope that helps thanks for calling Chloe give her a big hug stay with us everybody you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan show and Beth's going to be next so we'll see what Beth has to say Be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Our next caller is Miss Beth. Hi, Beth. Hey, Julie. How are you? I'm terrific. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm also known as Zozo Mom. Oh, is that you? Was that your your uh, review yeah, that, that I read? It was. Oh, my goodness. How about that? Now, you know, we just can't make that okay. up. I said, we can't make this stuff up. How fabulous. No. Well, you want a free session with me, girl. Well, thank you. I'm excited. That's really wonderful. Yeah, me too. So email me, julie.askjulieryan.com, and we'll... We'll figure out a date and time that works with our schedules. We'll 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 synchronize okay. our calendars. How about that? All right. Well, you got a question for me in the meantime. <laughs> I I do. I'm calling about my dog Dora, also known as Zozo. I'm really concerned about her. She um uh, she had a soft tissue sarcoma removed earlier this year. I think she may have another one. She's getting really freaked out by thunderstorms. And, like, first she doesn't want to go outside, then she doesn't want to come in. I don't know what's going on. I'm really worried about her. I don't know if she's, you know, heading towards the end of her life or what. Okay. What kind of dog is Zozo Dog? She is a black lab. Black lab. And how old is she? She just turned 12 on the 4th of July. Oh, wow. Now, see, my daughter-in-law, Mallory, who's a veterinarian, would she would not be happy with me asking that question. 
because she always says, age is not a disease. <laughs> she tells her, her humans, she's so cute, her, you know, her, the animals are her patients and she calls their owners their humans. She says, I tell my humans all the time, age is not a disease. So she would give me a hard time about that. But where, where is Zozo located? Where are you located? We are, we are in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh, the land of enchantment. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Beautiful. Okay. All right. Let me get her on my radar. Let's see what's going on. So this the soft tissue sarcoma, are they going to remove it if she has another one, do you think? How'd she do through the surgery? I think it took a lot out of her for the first one, and the next one is in a more difficult place. So I don't, I don't know if, it, if that is indeed the case. It's on her um, abdomen. Okay. Where the energy went, Beth, was left side, front leg, under, over a little bit to the right. So as I'm looking at her from behind, she looks like she has a mass on her chest on the left side is what I'm seeing. She um, does, but that was the right. lipoma. Okay. All right. Well, that's where the energy went first. So I'm removing that. I always follow where the energy goes first because it shows the most pressing issues first. And so mm -hmm. I'm removing that. All right. What is going on with her being so afraid of the thunder? They, they don't know where the sound is coming from, and it just scares them. So that's what's going on with that. Um. So she do they spook easily when that happens? I do. All my dogs have been afraid by of that. Did she used to be, or is this a new phenomenon with her? She she grew up in California, so thunderstorms were very rare. Oh. Um, but yeah. now they're every night, and um, oh. you know I do everything I know how to do: rescue remedy, thunder shirt, soothing music, putting her, you know, letting her go where she feels safest. But it's taking her for a walk, like took her for a walk last night, and we were heading home, and, and she just stopped. I mean, I couldn't get her to move. So that's, you know, she will get afraid to go out after there's a storm, and I understand that. But just not wanting to come home, I don't get. Mm -hmm. And that is definitely new. Well, that's just because it, it was starting to thunder. Was it lightning as well when you were out? No. No, it was not. It was not that I heard or saw. She may have. It's but certainly it, around here, I mean, in the state, but yeah. not here in the city. Yeah. Well, and remember, dogs' hearing is so sensitive that they can hear a lot of things that we humans cannot. Yeah. So she may have heard thunder in the distance, and she didn't know where it was. I, I'm getting that she may have a little bit of anesthesia-induced dementia going on, Beth. So what I'm doing is I'm clearing it out of her head. It just kind of looks like a gray cloud. And that's what it looks like in humans, too. When somebody has surgery, I'm always clearing the anesthesia out of their bodies. The doctors say, oh, they're just going to be in there for about 24 hours. Yeah, it stays in a lot longer than that. So I just clear it. So that's what I'm doing with her. That's what I'm getting, that this, uh, this fear thing is from uh, anesthesia. From when she had the surgery oh, before. Okay. Yeah. Because she wasn't okay. doing it before she, she had the surgery, body? right? Uh, 
Uh, well, we hadn't been around too many thunderstorms. So yeah. um, it hadn't really started yet. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Her spirit's in her body. She's not dying at the moment because I wouldn't be able to scan her otherwise. Because yeah. the spirit's the power source okay. for the body. And when somebody's dying and their spirit exits through the top of the head, it holds on, kind of looks like a cartoon caption bubble, you know, or a speech bubble. And it's it would be the equivalent, I say, is the equivalent of my trying to look at an X-ray in a pitch black room without any electricity. That's what, uh, you know, when somebody's out of their body, it's like, okay, yeah, I can read the X-ray, but I can't see anything. So that's what's going on. The, um, that tumor that's on her chest near her front left leg, that doesn't seem to be problematic as far as the doctors are concerned, correct? Uh, yeah, well, it's been several years. It's been there for several years, and it was yeah. a lipoma. So unless right. it turned into something else, it doesn't bother her. It's mm -hmm. just there. Yeah. It's interesting. And then she's got a really small little one, like a mole or a skin tag. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Well, I, uh, I've removed it, and hopefully that will help. Hopefully by getting that anesthesia out of her, that will help too. Okay, great. Okay. Thanks so much, All right. Julie. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. It's so interesting when somebody is dying and I have a friend whose dog is dying at the moment and I was trying to scan him and and uh, his owner said, well, can't you get his spirit back in his body? And so sometimes I do this with animals and I do it with humans and I'll tack it, tack the spirit and kind of stitch it on the toes, kind of like Wendy does with Peter Pan's shadow in the play, Peter Pan. And so I did this with this dog and then it kind of just looked like one of those beach tarps that was secured in four places, but the wind was blowing it. So I still couldn't get a read on him. When we come back, we'll get more callers on. Stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, all together, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. back, everybody. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. 
The call-in number is 667-770-1476, and the access code is 483-620-POUND. This information is available anywhere you download podcasts, and it's in the show notes. It's also available uh, all over my social media channels, which are all Ask Julie Ryan, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, all of that. That's all there. And uh, and then we post it the day of the show on all of the social media channels. So the best thing is to follow me on Facebook or, or Instagram because then you'll know whether we're doing a live show or not. Usually it's live, but I've had a few this couple of weeks and then going forward a couple of weeks where they'll be pre-recorded and we'll always tell you that so you'll know. That's the, the fastest way to do it is just follow me on Instagram and then you'll see it. Uh, let's see what else. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. Ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. And then like Zozo Mom, did you love that? That she is a caller and she got on tonight and she's the one that won? You can make that up. I love when things like that happen. And uh, just leave a review. Anywhere you download the podcast or on YouTube, and and then we'll see it, and you'll be entered into a drawing for a free session with me. Uh, let's see what else. We'll post a reminder to call. I said that while you're on AskJulieRyan.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. That's a question somebody has submitted online. I get lots of them online, and one is chosen each week, and then I answer it, and uh, and then we'll post it in a blog on Wednesday nights. And in the body of the email, it'll say, call it in tomorrow night if you want to call in if you have a question, and there's all the call-in information. So I'm doing my best to make it easy on you to call in. You can also schedule an appointment with me at AskJulieRyan.com, and then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want to discuss. Remember, the best thing to do is get on my calendar. doesn't matter when. Just get on my calendar, and then you're going to get a confirmation email, and it's going to have a reschedule button on the bottom of the confirmation email. Click on that periodically because that will show you when earlier days and times have become available. And they happen every week, multiple times a week. And it's so fun when I get to talk to somebody and they say, oh my gosh, I hear you say that on the show, but I never thought it would work for me. And it does. And you can get in sometimes within a couple of days and they're scheduled to, we're scheduled to talk maybe a couple months in advance. So just check that reschedule button. That's the key get on my calendar, and then I'll get you for a whole hour, which is so fun. We have a ball doing that. What else? My trainings, the new Angels and Enlightenment training is online. It's self-paced. I came up with that because I had so many requests from listeners and followers who said, I can't afford the big training. I'd rather do something less expensive. So this is what I came up with. It's terrific. The key is there are practice sessions pretty much every day of the week. I think we have 10 or 11 of them a week that you can choose one. And that's when you this you really get good at this is the practice. Everybody can do what I do. Remember, I learned how to do all of this stuff. So you can too, if it's interesting to you. So Angels and Enlightenment training, that's online, that's self-paced. And then the big angelic attendant training, that is live. 
I teach that live four times a year, once a quarter. The next one is October. That is fall. I have one space left for January of 2023, and then we'll go into spring of 2023. So if you're thinking you want to take it, go ahead and get that that January 2023 spot. And uh, I limit it to 12 students, and it's a blast. It's very hands-on. It's very comprehensive. You will be able to do everything I do at the end of the four Saturdays. We we meet up four Saturdays in a row for a few hours. So just go to AskJulieRyan.com, click on the training button, and you'll have both those options there. Okay, this week, our question comes, let me get my glasses on here so I can see what I'm reading. Our question comes from Natalia and Natalia lives in Chicago. And she said, hi, Julie, I am 38 years old and have had only one pregnancy. If I wasn't worried before, I am now. I've decided I don't want any fertility treatments, but would absolutely welcome having a baby if it's God's will. Would love any insight in what you see about my becoming a mom. Thank you, Natalia. And here's my response. Hi, Natalia. To get some information, I energetic, energetically connected to you and saw three baby spirits attached to you. Good sign. They look like little orbs over your right shoulder and are spaced down in the distance. That means they're separate births, no twins or triplets. Now, these orbs remind me of the orb in The Wizard of Oz that Glenda the Good Witch, you know, she flies into munchkin land inside that bubble. That's what these babies' orbs look like to me. And they attach to the mom's energy field before they're conceived. And that's what I go on to say. A baby's spirit attaches to the mother's energy field before it's conceived and can remain there for years. This is the case for both birth and adopted babies. I, that just warms my heart, that adopted babies attach to the mom's energy field before they're conceived as well. So they're choosing the adopted parents as well as the birth parents, the bio parents, they call them, I guess. I went on to say, next, I checked your, quote, girly parts, and I put in parentheses reproductive system, and cleared some scar tissue out of your left fallopian tube. Did you ever have an ectopic pregnancy? That's what it looked like to me. It was some scar tissue in there. I then energized your ovaries, tubes, and uterus. Think of it as a maternal tune-up. The Better Baby Book by Lana Asprey, MD, and Dave Asprey is a wonderful resource with lots of helpful ideas about how to prepare for pregnancy and be healthy during and afterwards. Hope this helps. I recommend The Better Baby Book to any person, any woman who is trying to conceive because Lana Asprey, Dr. Asprey, was told she would never conceive. She would never be able to have children. And she showed them because she restored her fertility and had two children in her 40s. And she helps women all over the world do the same. So the Better Baby book is one of my favorites to to recommend when that is the situation where somebody's having trouble conceiving. I do talk to a lot of women who are in the fertility journey and do what I can to help. It was so funny last week at the beach because my one 
nephew's wife, they don't have kids yet, and they're they're getting ready to start trying again. So she said to me, she said, you see any baby spirits? And I said, yeah, three. And she goes, well, I don't want three. And I said, well, it doesn't mean they're all going to incarnate. It just means there are three there. And then her sister-in-law, my other nephew's wife, who has four children already, she said, you better not be seeing any baby spirits above my right shoulder. I said, I don't see any. And she said, oh, thank you, God. So it was pretty funny. It was beach conversation with baby bubbles uh, attached to the mom's energy field last week while we were in Hilton Head. All righty, let's go back to the phones. And our next caller is, let's see who's next. It looks like Kate. So let's go to Kate. Hi, Kate. Hi, Kate. Are you there? Got to unmute. There you are. Hi there. Yes. How you doing? I'm cold. I'm good. I'm good. I had a session with you. Great. And um, I talked about my deceased husband, Walter. Yeah. And um, I wanted to tell you, you mentioned twice, um, and I, I actually even texted you this, you mentioned the name Marvin twice. That okay. you kept seeing Marvin as, hmm. you know, I think more or less like for my future. And I just couldn't figure it out. Like, I don't know anyone with that name. Uh-huh. And then it kind of came to me later, uh, a couple days later, yeah. um, that when we were first married, uh, the apartment building that we lived in was the Marlin. Oh, there you go. How cute is that? I love it. Wonderful. I know. Tell everybody where you're located, Kate. I'm in Philadelphia. All right. And and that is such a great example of, I only report what I get. I don't don't edit anything I get, whether it's a medical or whether we're talking to a a deceased loved one or a spirit guide or whomever. I don't edit anything because a couple of reasons. Number one, who in the heck am I to decide what you need to hear? I'm just the messenger. And number two, if sometimes something doesn't make sense at that time, it may make sense later. And so I always tell people, and obviously I mentioned it to you as well, you, it may come to you when you're driving down the street or folding laundry or doing something like that, but I'm just giving you what I'm getting. And, and sometimes it gets lost in translation a little bit, but we usually figure it out. Well, terrific. Well, do you have another question for me? Um, um, I guess if, if you can tell me anything about him on the other side. Yeah, he says that he likes to go fishing. Did he fish when he was alive? He's trout no. fishing. Mm-mm. He's trout fishing. He's got the waders, oh. you know, like up to his armpits. And he's doing the fly fishing. And he's in a stream. And he's saying it's glorious. It's peaceful. It's glorious. He's saying he never had time to do that. But he's got plenty of time now. So he's trout fishing. Maybe he fished when he was a kid, and you didn't know about it. How fun. It could be. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling in. I appreciate the update. Thank you. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll be right back. Let's see who's going to be next. It's going to be Aaron. We'll see what Aaron has to say. Stay with us. 
Hi, Aaron. Are you there? Hello, hello. Got to unmute. All right. Well, let's go to Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm terrific. How are you doing? I'm okay. Great. Where are you located? I'm in Canton, Georgia. Okay. Terrific. Where is Canton? Um, right outside of Atlanta. Okay. I'm just not picturing it. All right. What part? Where? Which direction? Uh, let's see. Off of 575 okay. in Atlanta. Okay. Well, terrific. Well, you got a question for me? Kind of like you're going to be... Yeah, kind of like you're going to be heading up to the mountain, North Georgia Mountain. Okay. Yeah, I'm calling right. for my daughter. I have a, I have a, I have a scheduled employ- appointment with you in October, but I needed to call about her uh, tonight. She's had several issues uh, for several months with her bladder. Oh. It's kind of got doctor to doctor and gotten different <laughs> diagnoses and what to do and. Everything she tries, she's still miserable. Oh, what are her symptoms? They don't clear up. Uh, she has pain. She has, uh, they've done like cultures, and she still has these bacterial infections. It's been all kind of antibiotics. Uh, one doctor says, you know, that's just embedded in your bladder. It's going to stay there. Another doctor says, no, we can get rid of it. <laughs> So, you know, she she's just kind of at her wit's end, and it's real painful. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of taking a toll on her. It's got her pretty well stressed out at this point. And she asked me if I'd call you and, sure. and say, is she on the right track, and will it get better? <laughs> yeah. Am I on the speaker, Rebecca? Can you get me off speaker if I am, please? I'm hearing feedback. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not on the speaker. Okay. All right. Well, then it's just some phenomenon. What is, what does she have symptoms that are like UTI symptoms where it hurts when she goes to the bathroom or it just hurts in her actual bladder? It just hurts in her actual bladder. Okay. All right. That's usually yeast overgrowth. What's her name? Tell me your name, Rebecca. Name is Kara. Her name Kara. is Kara, and she's done the treatment for the yeast overgrowth and taken the probiotics and all kind of things for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause she was worried about that as well. Yeah, uh, the so treatment, she like she, of, took a, she took a, a prescription for it? Uh-huh, yeah, she took a prescription, yeah. and she takes a couple of different probiotics every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she needs more of the antifungals. I've had that, and it, and it just makes your bladder feel like it's raw hamburger, and nothing shows up on the test, and the doctors just think you're nuts because, you know, nothing's showing up. But it's a, it's a fungal infection. So she needs to do another round of the antifungals. Nystatin's my favorite because it doesn't have any known side effects, stays in the GI tract, and will knock it out quickly. N-Y-S-T-A-T-I-N is what she wants. And uh, there are tablets that she can take, and then there's an oral one that she can take too, but the tablets seem to work okay. 
Um, so I would get her doctor to prescribe another round of antifungals. And the the probiotics and all of that is good, but it's not going to knock out the yeast because the probiotics, when we use those and we have yeast overgrowth, it's like throwing grass seed on a field of weeds. The weeds are just going to choke it out. But that's what I'm getting. So what I've done is I've cleared it out of her system, and she probably has yeast overgrowth elsewhere, too, as far as in her GI tract. But that's what I'm that's what I got even before I got her on my radar. Yeah, I get these, what I call, I call them (laughs) divine downloads. (laughs) Then I start getting information in my head sometimes before I even get somebody on my radar. A lot of the time I do. What were you going to say, Rebecca? Yeah, she's been trying to eat better. She's been trying to eat better about the yeast overgrowth in your gut, you know, as well. Yeah. She had started, started researching some of that, too. Yeah, the big thing is to stay off anything that's sugar-related or refined because that just feeds the yeast. And the yeast loves anything fermented. And lots of schools of thought are to eat fermented foods because it helps populate the gut. Well, not when you have yeast overgrowth. It's like pouring jet fuel on the fire. It's just going to exacerbate it. Okay. So that will help. Yeah. I think the other thing, too, Rebecca, is just have her stay low on the food chain. If God made it, have her eat it. If man made it in a factory, tell her it's best to avoid it. And uh, stay away from fermented anything, wine, beer, alcohol, kimchi, sauerkraut, yogurt, vinegar, soy sauce, teriyaki, anything that's... that's, um, you know, any kind of uh, uh, fermented anything, pickles, all of that. And to peel fruit. What about olives? Olives are okay, as long, depending on what they're packaged in. A lot of the time they're packaged in olive juice. If they're packaged in vinegar, probably not something that she wants to be eating. Okay. But uh, fruit, have her peel fruit if she's eating it. She's going to peel an orange, but uh, an apple, a peach, a pear, a plum. I don't expect her to peel blueberries or a grape, but certainly buy organic as much as she can and wash them off. Rinse them. Okay. And uh, freeze and reheat leftovers. She has leftovers. I am the zip zip lock, zip lock bag queen of the world. I put everything in a Ziploc bag in uh-huh. soup. And you can put... Things in Ziploc bag, I'll mark them with a Sharpie and then get the air out of it. Lay it flat on a shelf in the freezer. When it's frozen, you can stack the packages upright like files in a file drawer. And then nice statin's going to be the key. That's going to be the key. So I hope she feels better. It is, right, it is well, healable. All right. Well, thank you so much. And I'll talk You're to you welcome. October. Okay. Looking forward to mm-hmm. it. Bye-bye. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we're going to get another Julie on when we come back. So stay with us. And we're back with Julie. Hi, Julie. Love your name. Thank you, Julie. I love your name, Julie Ryan. How are you? Thank you. 
I'm terrific. Thanks. Please tell everybody where you're located. I'm in Southern California. All right. Well, terrific. You got a question for me? I need a scanning and, and healing. Yeah, what's going on? Headache. Uh-oh. Bad headache. All right. For you? I'm sorry? It's your headache? It's you're the one that's having the headaches? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And, and did they just start recently or what's any, any changes that have caused them? Were you in an accident? Have you uh, been sick? Um, I ha uh, no, I'm not sick. I haven't been in an accident. It's, I think, I feel like it's been the last, slowly coming on the last few weeks, but, um, it was a really bad one last week and it's uh -huh. still, I still kind of have it now. Okay. Are they migraines, was, Julie? You know, are they, are, does your vision I get in, affected? No, no, okay. but it's just, it's, it, I would call it a thunderclap headache, if you know what those are. No, explain. Not very powerfully, and it's the last res residual pain. So anytime I exert myself um, physically or mentally, it starts to come on. I have to be very, very calm. <laughs> all the oh, time heavens all right let me get you mm -hmm. on my radar let's see what's going on here we go here comes my laser beam from sweet home alabama hand to you in socal all right got you shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head is it more on the right side than the left or is it all over your whole head um originally it it, it was all over my head later that evening it was moved to the right side and down my neck, right neck and shoulder, right shoulder. But yeah. currently, it's just been sort of sitting in front and center, I guess, mm -hmm. front and center sort of, but top, all around the top part, really, mm -hmm. all pounding. Mm -hmm. Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. Okay, so uh, the energy went to the right side of your head. What I'm doing is I'm scanning you for, you know, any kind of a, blood clot or anything like that to see if there's anything. Have you gone to see a doctor? Have you gone to the emergency room? Any of that? Have you just been toughing it out? Um, <clears throat> no, I haven't gone. Um, I went to see the doctor, but I haven't gone to get any work done yet. Mm -hmm. Okay. I get it's migraine related. How young are you? 55. Okay. Are you on hormones, Julie? No. All right. I'm shooting some energetic estrogen into you to help that uh, get you stabilized with your hormones. I would suggest, are you familiar with bioidentical hormones? Do you know what I'm talking about? Bioidentical. Hmm. Bioidentical Hormones, Julie, are the exact molecular composition of what our bodies make when we're young and fertile and popping out babies. As we age, our hormone levels diminish, and Mother Nature says, ah, you're not propagating the species anymore, so we don't really need you. And that's when we have all of these degenerative <laughs> things start to happen, literally. 
And so we can uh-huh. fool Mother Nature and make her think we're 30 when we're 60 and uh, and go on to bioidentical hormones. Uh, before I even got you on my radar, I was getting that it was hormone-related. So it would be worth you mm. looking up somebody, a couple of, do you have a pen? I can give you a couple of websites to check yeah. out. Okay, sure. first one is mm-hmm. A, the letter A, the number 4, M as in Mary, A4M.com, and that's the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. And you can find a practitioner there. You put your zip code in, and then the ones in your area will populate. There's going to be tons of them. There will be plenty of them in your area. And then another one is I as in Igloo, F as in Frank, M as in Mary, IFM.org. And that's the Institute for Functional Medicine. And also you put in your zip code and the doctors in your area will populate and will help you. I prefer if you can find a GYN who's doing the bioidenticals because we're talking about girly parts here and they're experts on girly parts. Mm -hmm. But I started on them when I was 45. I'm now 63. So I've been on them for 18 years. I, I wouldn't be without them. And I started on them because I was having migraines uh, when I was ovulating. And I thought, I know, I know how to do this. I know how to get rid of these. And it works like a charm. I get these are hormone related. And, uh, and the good news is you can get rid of them, the headaches. So I would look into right. the bioidentical hormones. Yeah, that's really interesting. Okay. Yeah. Will, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure, and, thank you. And the the synthetic hormones, Julie, are the what Big Pharma makes, and they have extra molecules added to their formulas so they can be patented. Those are the ones you hear the problems about. They want to be on the bioidentical. You want to be on exactly what our bodies make. And so uh, mm-hmm. people say to me, oh, well, how long are you going to be on those hormones? And I say, you're going to have to pry them out of my cold, dead hands. Because I won't be without wow. them. No way. Okay. They keep your brain healthy, your bones healthy, your heart healthy, your skin healthy. I mean, it's just my friends that don't take them. I've been trying for years to get some of them on them, and they don't take them. And I run circles around them because I have the hormone mm-hmm. levels of somebody in their okay. 30s. Yeah, half my age. So wow. Well, I, I promise they'll help yeah. a lot. Helpful either way. <laughs> they are going to be helpful either way. Exactly. Okay. I hope you feel better. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Julie. Bye-bye. You okay. bet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's go to Deborah next. Hi, Deborah. Hi. How are you, girl? Hi, Julie. Nice to talk to you. Thank you. You too. Please tell everybody where you're located. I'm calling from the San Francisco Bay Area. All right. A little bit further north than Julie, our last caller, but two California girls in a row. How about that? I wish they all could be California girls. Okay. I'll keep my day job. So you got a question for me? (laughs) I do. It's regarding my, uh, my dog. My dog is 19 years old. Oh, my God. And I'm just trying to see if you could uh, take a look at her, maybe find out if there's anything I can do for her. She's still walking and eating and 
doing everything except slowly. Um, But I'm just wondering if there's anything that I can do for her to make her more comfortable or if she's ready to go, uh, if you can find out or see that. Sure. Yeah. What's her name and what kind is she, Deborah? She's a Jack Russell Terrier, and her name is Petey. P-E-D-E-E, or how do you spell it? No, P-E-E-T-I-E. Oh, Petey, like Pete. Okay, Petey. All right, yeah, I'm going to connect to you. Here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama. Hen to you from you to Petey. Petey's got a lot of gray, doesn't she? Oh, how cute does. she Yeah, all right, Petey. Her spirit's in her body. She's not dying at the moment. Good. And as you as you heard me say earlier, my daughter-in-law, the veterinarian Mallory, would say, age is not a disease. Uh, let's see. So, Petey, I'm talking to your mom. Is there anything she can do? <laughs> She's saying more treats. They always say more treats. That's usually the first thing. More treats. Uh, she says she gets cold. Does she get cold? Oh. You... Yeah, she says she gets cold. Uh, um, you know what? <clears throat> She's lost weight. Uh, she used to be about 16 or 17 pounds, and now she's 12 pounds. So, um, and then I keep my uh, room. I, she sleeps in the bedroom with me on in her little bed on the floor, but I uh-huh. keep it pretty cool when I sleep. Yeah. So she's saying she'd like another blanket because she gets cold. Okay, well, I'll try that, sure. So try that, and she can... You know, maybe make a nest and get under it. And do you have a blanket in her bed now, or is it just the bed? No, it's just a bed, but it's one of those that looks like a donut, and it's kind of furry, and it's uh, it's you know it it looks like it ought to be warm, but I can yeah. see where she might feel cold. Well, maybe you can um, when she gets in it. Maybe you can put a blanket on top of her and let her make a nest out of it, and then she can cover up the part that isn't covered by the fuzzy donut. Okay, okay, yeah, I, I can do that, and I've always got treats. So, yeah, I don't think she's going anywhere anytime soon, Deborah. Her her spirit's oh, very really? friendly oh. in her body. Yeah, yeah. Let's ask and her. Tina is uh, pretty. Is amazing. Yeah, yeah. You must be a really good mom. <laughs> You're really well, good I try dog to mom. feed her well. Yeah, <laughs> good it's dog working. mom. Yeah, I try to feed her well. She eats, she eats good food, and you know, I do take good care of her. So I'm glad to Sounds hear like that. It. Thank you very yeah. much. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Hey, Julie. Okay. All right, everybody, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will get somebody else on and we'll see what their question is. Stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Be right back. Caller's Nancy. Hi, Nance. Hi. How are you, girl? Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. I'm okay. How are you? 
I'm terrific. Thanks. Please tell everybody where you're located. Oh, I'm in Bedford, Mass. Okay, terrific. Got a question for me? Yeah, I need to have Mohs surgery on my face. And for some reason, I keep getting a negative feeling about the doctor, and I can't put my finger on it. Not like he's a bad doctor. It's just that I feel uncomfortable with him, and I'm just tired of having these feelings and never able to figure out why. Mm-hmm. Have you used him before, or is he new for you? No. He's new for me. He's new. Is he a plastic surgeon or a dermatologist? He's a dermatologist. All right. Maybe it's because you need to be with a plastic surgeon because it's your face. Well, that's what I said, but they poo-poo everything I say, so I don't like that. Well, it doesn't matter what they say. You, know, you, can, you can choose a different doctor. Yeah, I'm going to see another one, hopefully. But he he talks about closing it up, and, you know, it, it, they specialize in learning how to close it up. And I don't know why I'm having such a hard time being, you know, um, but, mm-hmm. you know, when when things feel weird to me, I don't always have a reason that I can put my finger on. But I don't know. I just feel um, like a little kid being told, take, take you know, drink your milk or something. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, pay attention to that gut feeling, Nance, because that's your intuition talking to you. And remember... Medical providers are, we hire them. We are their customers. And we can go to whoever feels good. If it doesn't feel good, don't use them. Go to a different doctor. The fact that it's on your face, I would be looking at a plastic surgeon instead of a dermatologist. If it was on, you know, the back of your thigh or something, it may ruin your bikini modeling career. But if it's on your face, that's a different story, right? So uh, I would get a second opinion, and if somebody doesn't doesn't think that you need a second opinion, too bad. Thanks for your opinion. See you. Bye. And go get a second opinion anyways. The, the other doctor that you're going to see, is that a plastic surgeon? I don't know for sure. I know that he also is a dermatologist around here. Okay. Um, I've never met him before either. I have The dermatologist I had... Um, moved out of the area, and then the one that I had after him stopped being a dermatologist. So I feel like I'm just floating along here trying to find one. Mm-hmm. So look look for a plastic surgeon. I would use your second opinion with a plastic surgeon instead of another dermatologist. Okay. And, and if you, if you right. have to go to a dermatologist, tell them you want to see before and after pictures of their handiwork. And if they're offended, oh, too bad. Oh, good idea. I didn't think of that. Yeah. yeah Thank you. I didn't that. think of that. Okay. Good luck. Hope it goes well for you. Thanks. Okay. You're welcome. Let's go to Pam next. Hi, Pam. Hi. Hi. Please tell everybody where you're located. I'm Millington, Michigan. Okay. Terrific. You got a quick question for me? Yes, I do. My mother, you um, checked on her many times. Her name is Dodie, um, and she's in Davison. She's 91, and she has lost her necklace with her husband's wedding ring on it. 
Oh. And she is beside herself. Yeah. And I okay. thought you could help me find it. Yeah. And let her side is Miriam. Mm-hmm. Let me see. If I when I'm doing I was, I'm connecting to you and from you to your mama. All right, got you. Where is the necklace with the wet her husband's wedding band? Is it in the house? I get a yes. I, I see it in laundry. Does she have like a laundry hamper or a laundry basket or something that she keeps laundry in that needs to be done? Yes, she does. Okay. Is it a hamper and then she takes the laundry out of it and, and then puts it in the washing machine or what does she what does she do with dirty laundry that needs to be washed? Well, she doesn't do anything. My brother takes it out of the hamper. But this is the second time she's lost it. She's starting to get dementia. Mm -hmm. And so she's always hiding her things on herself. And she's just Mm -hmm. so sad about it. Oh, yeah, it's going to show up. I get that it has to do with laundry. It may be in a pocket. It may be at the bottom of the hamper. Look at the bottom of the hamper next time you're over there. Okay. And, and see if it's in there. The last time you checked her, she was in phase 10. Can you see if she's progressed? She's still in 10. Okay. All right. Yeah, she's still in 10. All right. She keeps telling me she wants to go. And she wants to go to her husband in the worst way. But Yeah. Have you told her it's okay for her to go, that you're going to be fine, and she can watch over you from heaven? Yes, I have. Yeah. Tell her again. That'll help. Have your brother tell okay. her too. Yeah, she, sometimes they just want to hear that. I think she's just nervous. Yeah, sure. Right. And sure. I appreciate it. I knew you would help me find it. We've looked everywhere, and it's been yeah. gone three weeks. It, she'll find it. My girlfriend's mom lost her engagement ring, and they just didn't think they'd ever find it. It showed up, I think, seven or eight months later, and it's on her finger. So, okay. yeah, it's in the house. You'll uh-huh. find it. Okay. Take care. Bye, Pam. Listen to you in three weeks. All right. Okay. Bye, honey. All right, everybody. That's it for this week. So much fun to talk to all these callers. If I didn't get to you, there are several I didn't get to. Please call in in a couple of weeks, and I'll I'll do a live show. Then it's the last week of August is when I'll have another live show. So be sure and listen next week with Barbara Carnes, the hospice gal, and then the following week with Dr. Gertrude Lyons. She's a doll. You guys are going to enjoy her too. And uh, follow me on Instagram, and you will see my pictures from the Alpha V House at the University of Alabama during Rush. It'll be fun, and I will keep you posted. In the meantime, have a great weekend and a wonderful couple of weeks, and I'll, I'll meet you back here soon. Sending you lots of love, everybody, from Sweet Home, Alabama. Bye. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com.
This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.